You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. I just got the Grimace Shake. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Do you want the Grimace Shake? Yes, it's so nutritious. If I drink it, would it be a big mistake? Why would you ever think that? They say it could put your life at stake, and once you drink it, you can't go back. Happy birthday, Grimace. What is on your Amazon wish list? Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. Gentlemen, I got I got this expensive mic, which mm. uh, somebody told me could be a a fraud. But oh no, you tell me I'm light in your in your ears. I am willing to bet that when this goes to air, people will be able to hear my gums. So mm. I'm go- <laughs> going. To well, that's what we that's what we want. We don't want everybody right in your mouth. Oh. Hearing you uh, flapping them gums. Flap them gums, uh, guys. Let's say thank you. To our mighty benefactors, uh, Convulse Records. Oh, hell yeah, man. To Live a Lie. That's a Domino's Pizza right there. Closed Casket Activities. Never had Papa Jimmy John. John's, but people like it. Mm. Papa John. And he said Jimmy John's. He's he's going all over the map. Mm-hmm. And Run for Cover Records. Uh, Papa John's, in my memory, uh, was not very good, but uh, I'm sure it has fans. Uh, let's, let's do quick hits here. Uh, Convulse Records. Yo, they they dominated a lot of best of lists. Uh, go get that mystery box they're selling. Um, 2023 Convulse Records mystery box contains two 12 inches, either Convulse release or releases from our distro. Sneaky strong distro. Three seven inches, two cassettes or CDs, one shirt, hoodie, or tote bag. A random random boxes. So there's going to be 50 boxes, about five, about one in 10, will receive test presses of 2023 releases, transition presses, and other rarities and out of print pressings. Yo, that's so sick. Please note any convulsed releases you do not wish to receive in your box, and we'll make sure we avoid them. Yo, what? So this is a mystery box that you actually get to say, hey, I already got these, so let me, you know, like, that's this incredible. is incredible. Yeah, so go get this. Like, I, I'm about to I'm about to click on this and order a couple, because that's a good deal for 40 bucks. Um, shout out to them, convulsedrecords.com. Run for cover records. Going to keep this one quick. They just dropped, uh, and not just, but they have a cool embroidered sweatshirt and cool hat. The logo cap with that. The, the hat has that smooth RFC logo that we like with the lowercase letters that kind of all flow together. Very modern look. Uh, get that. Have a little sticker sheet. Yo, run for cover rocks. Just get it. Again, another one. Like All these labels had records all over all the best of lists. Uh, Runforcoverrecords.com. Tolivealie.com. Uh, got a big 2024 coming up. Hope we get to talk about it some. Uh, right now, I'm directing you to their always uh, robust distro. Get the Rabbit Bardo 7-inch, which is on DGR. Uh, this is a New York band who does kind of this weird mix of metal and kind of blackened metal and fast punk. I think it's fucking great. Um uh, I, I really think this is cool, and I'm c- kind of excited to check out the seven inch and the Delirium Nerve twelve inch, the LP Contaminated Conscience, uh, grind, but the kind of kind of hedges closer to power violence than I think 
to like straight metal. Anyways, uh, they have it only 400 copies out and you can get it from to live a lies distro right now. Uh, dig around. There's some other great stuff to live And last but not least, good Lord, close casket activities, close casket activities.com. Uh, flash water sounds of grieving 12 inch kind of a remix record. Uh, these will be gone full stop. Um, there's 500 on 180 gram black, 2,000 on milky clear. But let me just put it this way. If anyone has been paying attention to the We're Not Here to Be Loved LP, uh, it has currently gone through one, two, three, four, five, and they're into the sixth pressing. Stop. Yeah. Uh, 2024 prediction. Fleshwater's already bigger than you think they are. If they drop an LP this year, it's going to be one of the biggest records of the year. Full stop. That's a crazy amount of pressings. It's great for them. Crazy and awesome. Get the Sounds of Grieving uh, remix stuff. It's really cool. Additionally, if you order the vinyl or CD, they're going to be giving away 35 copies of the 180 grams Friends Press on electric blue vinyl at random. So very cool. So go ahead, get that ordered. Closedcasketactivities.com. 2024, guys, how you doing? How you feeling? Uh, <clears throat> New Year's was relaxed. Uh, I have a good feeling about this year. And I thought about it last year. Uh, you know how everybody always agonizes and says, <clears throat> uh, this year was very was very difficult and this and other. Mm. Nobody got sick. Nobody died in my life. So uh, I'm, I'm not mad at 2023. I understand a lot of uh, people experience a lot of pain, but that's the case in every year in human history. So that's right. Uh, uh, from my personal perspective, uh, I'm grateful for what I got in 2024. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I, I suspect I'll probably uh, take some L's. There's uh, some very old people in my life, <laughs> but I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. What about you guys? Well, so for those people keeping track, uh, so far. I predicted that Fleshwater, uh, if they drop a new LP, it'll be one of the biggest records of the year. And Patrick uh, predicted that some old people in his life will die. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> hopefully Tom can fall somewhere in the middle. I don't know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mets are going to win the wild card. That's the best I can do. <laughs> um, I felt largely the same, Pat. I uh, had a great year, to be honest. A lot of great things. Uh, I do want to note somebody who <clears throat> was close to a lot of people who I'm close to but was a second relation to me. Uh, we met a couple of times, but uh, not someone I ever spent a ton of time with, but big loss to the Boston hardcore scene, Jimmy Flynn. Um, yeah. Right after, right after Christmas time. Uh, and um, I know a lot of people up there are hurting. So, uh, you know, it's one of these really sad things. This guy was a complete Titan to Boston from about the time that I started going up to shows there. He was the dude who was booking every cool show. Um, and was just instrumental in that scene going all the way back. And, uh, you know, to the early two thousands, maybe even before that, to be honest. And he was just a, a really sweet guy. Um, made things happen. And so, uh, Respect, thoughts, um, and a whole lot of love to Jimmy Flynn and all the people close to him. Uh, there's a benefit show going down on the 3rd, which is Wednesday, so in just a couple of days. In Boston, uh, it's Fiddlehead 
uh, COA and who's the third, Tom? Do you remember? I'm doing this off the dome. Ah, shit. Uh, let, me, let me look. It's you in the Middle up. East. It's at the Middle East where Jimmy was very heavily involved. Um, but I think it's a benefit if you can't make it. If you can make it, go. Full stop. If you can't make it. Oh, final gasp. I'm sorry. Final gasp. Oh, that's right. It's a, it's a heavy hitter lineup. Uh, three for three bands off our top 10, our top whatever lists of 2023. Plan a show for Jimmy Flynn. Go out support. If you can't, uh, take a look out for this GoFundMe. We posted it once already. We'll post it the day this goes up. <clears throat> Sad thing to, to open the episode with, but, um, you know, a lot of respect there. Much love to Boston. Tom, I have a feeling. Patrick, you didn't go to any parties last night, did you? No. I did not go to any parties yesterday. Tom, if I had to put money on it, I'd say you went to a party last night on New Year's Eve. I'm a, I'm a mover and a shaker, man. That's true. You really uh, are. How was the party? It was great. I mean, I was there. I mean, I was home by 11, so let's not get crazy. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, no, nobody said you were going to be like a criminal and be out past 11 o'clock at night. Jesus. No, I mean, that's, yeah, it was fun. It was, uh, it's, it's, I haven't been to like a New Year's party that I hadn't thrown myself in a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like we used to, like I had like, a, when I lived in Greenpoint, we had like a big open like living room. So mm. there'd be times I'd have like 30 fucking straight edge people in my living room. <laughs> because it was like. Hey, we don't know where to go because everyone else is drunk. So we'd get like pizza. Yeah, it was gather. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was like it was like all our friends would come by, and so this is one. But like, I realized like, oh man, all my friends have kids. There were eight kids there. There were eight kids and like five adults. Wow. Mm. Yeah, and I was wild. like, I kept, kept like catching myself like being like you know cursing about something like in the, in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> one of the mothers brought up there's this story about like the the rugby team that that crashed in the Chilean mountains. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. And she's like, I'm listening to this NPR thing. And she's talking about, she's like, and they were cat, they were eating each other and stuff. And now her kids are like 10 and eight. They're like, people were eating each other. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, no. And they're ten like, year, 10 year olds are the most morbid people that have ever lived. And I'm like, yeah, but it's only the dead mm-hmm. ones. They're like, they're eating dead people. Yeah. And I go, what do you think a hamburger is? And then like, <laughs> And I go, what happens to the, the 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 daughter? I was like, what happens? Like, you know, say you got to do this. And like, you had ankle and ankle is like the best thing you've ever had. Like, would you do it again? Like once you got home and like oh, literally three hours later at the movie, she's like, I don't think I'd eat the ankle again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, well, that's, uh, that's one of the, uh, three family rules we have. It's, uh, the first, no first rule is, uh, hugs first. Second rule is where you go. I go where I go. You go. And the third rule is no biting or eating each other. It's a pretty simple list. I think it's, I can stick by it. Right. And the, we were talking about how like they had the, you know, like, hey, if I go first, you know, I give you like the, the you get permission. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the people in the in the story. But yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was yeah, a dark. I I was like, I'm in a minivan talking about fucking people eating each other in the Chilean mountains. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. This is a New Year's that I'm going to forget. This is an odd New Year's. A, yeah. A, a friend of mine uh, uh, passed away in an unfortunate way. He, f- he fell out of a window. And mm. this was many years ago, but I was, I relayed the story. Uh, to my partner and uh, her son was listening and he has never stopped asking me questions about it. So so, so it's, 
when we're in a city, he'll say, is that the height of the building that your friend fell off? Jesus of? Christ. And, <laughs> and I'm, I have very mixed feelings on this because uh, sure. we were very young men. And for this mm-hmm. kid to die is to me a, a, a real tragedy. This, this was, uh, you know, if, if I think about it too much, I get verklempt. Uh, and, but at the same time, I think that it is relatively performative and straight up obnoxious to act like to act like somebody's death is sacrosanct. Like you can't discuss it in any real way. Uh, that's just sure. just because it's it, it doesn't reflect real life. We all uh, have we all joke about things when it suits us and whatever. So I I never want to tell him. Can we stop talking about my dead friend? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just keep answering the questions and I'll go, well, no, I, I didn't see him. I, I, I wasn't there. Uh, it, it, but it, he'll ask like very, you know, he's not being disrespectful. He's being a kid. No. It, it, it's, but it's very funny. Like if you don't want to talk about a thing for weeks, don't, oh bring, don't bring it up in front of a 10 year old. Never, 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 never. Uh, yeah, that's a, a good good life lesson there. One thing that I've learned, so so we started, Tom, we'll stop Parent Corner in one minute here. Uh, one thing I've started, we started young with Easton because it'd be like if you're sitting at a restaurant and the food came out and something wasn't good and you'd say to your partner, like, that sucks. I don't like this, whatever. The next thing you know, your child, five, six, seven, Oh, you don't like that? Oh, is that pizza terrible? I think my pizza is terrible too. And yeah, just yeah, yelling right. it, and you're like, Jesus Christ! So, so we started saying things quietly, and we'd say, if we're saying something that we don't want other people to hear us say, or we'll tell you about later, we we'll tell we'll say a code word. The code word is potato salad. And so he'll be like, what, what, huh, huh? And I'll be like, potato salad, and he instantly goes, oh, okay, and Actually, doesn't ask any more questions, and then. Because they are children, he typically forgets there was yeah. something that I have to tell him later. So then it's gone. So it's a, a good tool. Well, uh, so, sorry, Smart. I'm going to continue Parent Corner for one second longer. Uh, uh, Bob, how – not that you can necessarily answer this, but mm. maybe you've witnessed it. How do um, sensitive or prog- highly progressive or, or super woke, I guess, parents, how do they deal with facts on the ground? And I, what I mean by that is I have a 10-year-old in my home who the majority of the memes that he gets through the internet have some racial dynamic. You know what I mean? Some yeah. type – these are just the memes sure. that are being beamed out to kids. Sure. And I have to explain – well, listen. Here's my lens is that mm-hmm. this is obviously a joke. Most reasonable people will will understand this is a joke. However, you cannot talk about this in public because mm-hmm. there are people who don't understand your intentions and will right. think that you're being serious. And right. but what if you are the type of person who is incapable? That's not maybe the right. Way. But this type of no. person who does not see the the joke there. You know what I mean? Who doesn't? Who believes that there's no capable? There's no possibility of humor there. You shouldn't laugh about it in That's your right. private life. Like, how do you explain well, that I mean, to a kid? Because you just go on. because yeah, like they're asking you to explain it. Right. You have to start at the exact spot that you did, which is essentially the the explain isn't. There's not even an explain. It's oh, that's just it's it's basically 
saying that's bad, don't look at the bad thing. Does that you know work? what I mean? Of course not. Of course not. It, <laughs> it, it creates fascination and curiosity and yeah. likely, potentially, quite often, um, less nuanced understanding and perhaps like, oh, if I'm attracted to this and it's funny, but they don't understand why, that's that's a lot harder. And, and it... It, it robs a lot of nuance from the world is what I'll say. Um, not something I've witnessed too much. I, uh, I certainly have seen some of that stuff, but it's, it's the kind of, it's a sad thing because what you want to be able to do, Tom, you can chime in even as a non parental here with any young person is try to, you know, explain something plainly why, what they're trying to understand there. And then if there's some element that is, uh, you know, what I would say, I think racism, we all three can agree, pretty much a, a, a universal negative, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, not good. Yeah, right. You know, um, what that means and the explanation of it. And then what is being played with? Is it being silly? It matters who it comes from, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All these things that as adults, we either understand and appreciate we understand and take for granted or we don't understand and have weird abject rejection of, you know what I mean? And that's, Bob, you have, that's the tough part. You have, no, you have no idea how much for the sake of the podcast, when you ask race, you know, you jokingly ask racism, we think it's bad, right? Cause it's a, it's a foregone conclusion just for Tom's benefit. I wanted to go, well, let's explore it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom, as he heard you saying that those things, was slamming a red button next to his computer saying eject, eject, eject. Yeah, I was going to be like, oh, I was just looking at uh, polar bear blood <laughs> photos and I didn't catch it. Wait, what are you guys <laughs> talking about? I, I missed all this. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. There were people dressed in full suits in the Atlantic Ocean at the at Coney Island today. I'm being Pat. You know, like when we have a conversation, me and you, Bob, and then uh-huh. Pat's like, yeah, I was wondering what happened with the fucking third base player from Third Eye Blind from the 2009 tour. Uh, was, uh, yeah. Asian Steve from Dillinger Escape Plan. What's he about? Um, uh, so we did uh, our best of 2023 episode last week. Uh, thank you, everyone who checked it out. We got a ton of crazy good feedback, actually. Everybody seemed to have really enjoyed it. Did a slightly different format. Uh, yo, that was fun, I think. Uh, Patrick, you did the heavy lifting of editing. You uh, you you slacked off a little bit on oh, your list, but uh, but you did a good job. I, I was I appreciate it. I thought you did. Oh, 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 did I slack off? Yeah, a little Tom, bit. Tom sent me 35 files. Did I slack off? And so it, was, it was only it was only nineteen. It was only nineteen files from Tom. Um, <laughs> nineteen files, nineteen songs. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you so much for doing the heavy lifting, Tom. Yours was great. Um, Yours as well. I mean, you know, it's that's, you. A, we, that's what we usually do. It's I my I can't do ten. No, no, no. I, I, and I think I did a number. goddamn good job knowing like I'm not the tech guy. Yeah, no. no, listen, you did, you did. I also think you're the closest to a natural broadcaster uh, among mm. the three of us. Uh, That's hilarious. I, you have no idea. I'm doing these YouTube videos now. It's unreal how bad I keep doing things in life that I'm terrible at. Hey, here's a question. Yo, are you killing me on that? Come on, dude. I was going off the cuff. I thought listen, I did you were, good. You were I did way off the cuff. I didn't even have to yeah. redo any of them. Jesus. I'm just suggesting that Tom's uh, voice. Tom's voice has a nice smoothness. Well, and he's got that. He's got just that touch of New York, Brooklyn 
in there that it just gives it this real smooth feel and less uhs and ums. That, well, that's what kills me. Now, Tom, what is your yes. favorite sport? Baseball. To play. To play. Basketball. Basketball. Okay. Uh, ha- ha- relatively, how good are you at it? I mean, I'm not going to. Five out of time. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been a long time, but like when I played all the time, I was decent, like maybe seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, then you're not a good example. <clears throat> I was hoping you would pick, I was I was hoping you would pick a sport that you were passionate about but sucked at. Uh, th- I have come to realize that I keep doing things. And, I suck at baseball and really committing to things that I'm fucking terrible at. <laughs> and it is so but through weird. sheer determination and obstinacy or whatever. Well, well wouldn't you? You succeed at them anyway. Wouldn't you think that that normal people get discouraged? <laughs> I just want to be discouraged because <laughs> I, Patrick, you know, in, I went in twenty years you're going to be a great YouTube host. It's not a big deal. Listen, I went into the studio the other day uh, to do some self defense tracks, and mm. the song was really good. I was feeling it, and I was next level terrible, and I was giggling to myself. It's like 20 years that I can't get good at something. Mm. <laughs> and I'm still, I still love doing it. I, I turned to the engineer and I said, have you ever met anybody in your life who was less capable but more enthusiastic about a thing? Because I'm sitting there, I'm doing my Morrissey. I'm in my bag. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm. You think you're killing it. You think I, you're killing I'm, it. I'm the crooner. And <laughs> it's objectively terrible. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was just thinking. This is like the guy who plays basketball every oh, weekend. Yeah. He looks yeah. forward to it every weekend. This is his thing. Right, he's got next. Never yeah. misses that time in the Y at the Y. And he always sucks. Or the karaoke <laughs> guy that you're like, yo, yeah. This is so bad it's not even funny. Yes. So I, I think you give yourself, I mean, you've written some songs that are like worldwide hits. Mm. <laughs> so it's not over. It's not over. I mean, you know, hits. You know, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. So if, sliding you know, scale. Sliding scale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you have to give yourself. I'm not here to like, you know, give Pat a rub and tug, but like, I think he, you know, well, you you get to you get it to a point that people tend to love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not. just maybe it's just self defense just doesn't write the melodies that you need to really unlock that. You know. I don't think anybody does. Uh, uh, listen, I'm I'm about to go into the studio with with Drug Church. I leave in a couple mm, hours, mm. Uh, and I <laughs> I'm spending uh, two weeks in a studio. Uh, mm. I think it's going to be the most toxic environment that I've ever been in my life. <laughs> and the the reason I say do you just show up for your stuff? Like, where are you in the Metallica range? So my. My what I do with every band that I'm in, uh, unless it is a v- actually even sometimes in those circumstances, if it's a short period in the studio, sometimes I, I, with self defense I used to go do it all in the studio at the same time, etc. Uh, now I pe- I get finished tracks, I sit in the studio, I listen to them five or six times. Nobody else is there except for me and the engineer, and then I write the lyrics and I sing them, and. I, the engineer and I, if it's John Markson, who has been the engineer on uh, the bulk of the material that I've recorded in the last, whatever, how many years, uh, he and I have a good understanding of each other. 
uh, I have a complete willingness to embarrass myself in front of him. It works. And you're opening to listening to him. Yes, for sure. He's got like, he's got a, uh, a, a, a pop punk undergirding that I don't respect. Uh, so uh, it, that brings out the melody. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, well, that, that's the thing. He will give me some bullshit pop punk idea and I will go that that's ass John. And he'll go, but if you do it, <laughs> it's not pop punk anymore. Right. I'll say, you know what? That's a and good leather face. <laughs> it comes out sounding, uh, you know, like shit motorhead. But the <laughs> uh, point is, my bandmates would like some oversight. They would like to be there while I'm recording vocals. That's why Ooh. I got invited to the studio this time. They say it's so that I can Ooh. make uh, suggestions for the for the music that they're writing. But mm. that's that's asinine because I can't play a note. What are my suggestions going to be? Uh, hey, that part sounds uh, uh, real weak, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, but wouldn't you go like, hey, do that four? You know, that'll be the chorus, and just do that two times, and then this six, like. You're not. That's what you're I not, always did. Not getting any of that from me. What, 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 you're right. get, what you're getting is that riff don't bang, son. And then, oh, that you'll be a joy, right? So, so that's not why they want. Stay me tuned to Lamb Goat for the Pat Kinlan got thrown out of drug church article <laughs> well, incoming. They, but here's the thing: they know that that's not. They say that's why they want me there. That's not why they want me there. They want they me there to watch you. They yeah, exactly. That's a trip. That's and, a trip. Uh, Eyes on Patty. And. Mm-hmm. and Tom, you've had this experience. It is, it's not mortifying because you know these people. So it's, it's not like truly embarrassing. It's kind of like being in your underwear in Macy's window though. Oh my God. Doing a first. You hit that wrong note or you hit the wrong fucking tempo. And he's like, so, so, so to do, to do a first take in front of people. Always bad. Oh, it's never, you never nail it. And you can see them grab the side of their head. They're like, what am I witnessing? <laughs> so, so, right, and they can't hear you. They, you can't hear them, so you know they're all laughing at you. Yeah. It's so, brutal. So here's the thing: I'm I'm open to suggestion. That's why engineers like me is because we'll do 50 takes of something, and I never frustrated. I do you want me and Bob to fly out, and we'll do a little EP mm-hmm. or what? Please. <laughs> so I was thinking about it. We need a little. We 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 deserve a vacation, Tom. Well, executive production. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, production. Yeah. I can do something. You know, I yeah, I'm, get in there. I'm, by all means, but here's the thing. Pure noise got that got that cashish. Yeah, 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 come on. Yeah. You know we'll, we'll, send, we'll just send them the invoice. It's fine. So, Pat, how many songs have you heard that are going to be on this record? All of them? <clears throat> oh no, 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 no. I've. Uh, Do you I've write in heard, the studio? Are you like full like rock guys like that now? I've heard, uh, they're doing some writing in the studio, but but I've heard uh, five tracks and I like two and a half of them. So. Uh, Probably not something you should say in public. Well, I mean, those other ones, those other ones, are getting cut <laughs> because I I told them last record, uh, you know, I'm not singing on anything that's n- not better than what we did previously. So uh, if you hand new, me new ten song drug church LP, six instrumentals. If, <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is. Listen, you guys always want to be doing better. That's going to require better records. So, so you're going to have to. Uh, I'm, I'm not. Saying not that. only necessarily, but I, I get. I, I get the vibe. I know. I know. And to be honest, everybody gets a coast record, um, where if your last record was well received, you you can get decent records. But you don't want to coast right now. You're ready. Want, you ready? Know. I I do not want to coast. You, you want that Del Taco money? Yeah. So <laughs> Del Taco cash. So I did. I did want to. 
mention here. I was thinking about this because because Tom, you were very kind. You said Patrick's written some. Uh, he's been on part of some worldwide hits, which is not That's wrong. Right, man. Weedpin. Uh, do you know how many streams on Spotify? It's got to be over two million. Uh, Patrick, do you know by any chance? Uh, one twentieth, whatever Super Heaven's busting out right now. Right, right. Uh, it's five point seven million, which is a big yeah, no deal. deal. What about um, just thinking about other songs, like just like worldwide hits? You know, um, Hey There, Delilah. How many how many streams on Spotify do you think that one's got? I'm gonna guess two hundred and fifty million. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say a hundred million, but I think Pat's right. How about if uh, I just hit you with uh, 1 billion, 14 million, 419,985. Hey there, Delilah. I'm rich off fucking Spotify. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I saying, wonder what he gets. I'm just saying. I mean, <clears throat> Patrick, it's about time you wrote your Hey There, Delilah. You know what I mean? There's a Delilah on this record. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I mean, dude, if you don't like. <laughs> hey there, Fiona. How's the scorpions in Perth? I know uh, that's true. I that's don't true. know what a dollar is really worth in Australian money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't walk the dog. It's always sunny. Yes, I, I have to. I actually had to do it uh, yesterday. I had to check the. Uh, I, I can't do the conversion in my mind on what right. an, an Australian dollar and a U.S. dollar differences, even though it's quite obvious. It's like sixty, but <clears throat> I always have to double check to, to make sure I'm not making a fool of myself. And but. Uh, listen, we got multiple Delilahs on this record. Uh, I, I'm guessing that if he, he can hit a bill, uh, I'm going, you know. You're going to hit a billy? Several bills. Bob, where's bills. Teenage Dirtbag on there? That's a fantastic question. Let's see. Because um, I'm just a Teenage Dirtbag baby. Um, all right. Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Let's see this. Funny story about that. The reason why I'm bringing it up, I only found out re- like yeah, the other day. That dude came to the Silent Majority show. Wow. Because he's friends with a friend of ours that's been on the show. And he wanted to come out and support, refused to be on the guest list, and stayed for the whole thing and loved it. That's cool. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, like, that dude knows a song my mom knows. Only 570 million. Poor yeah. dude, man. Uh, Super Heaven's <laughs> highest, uh, <laughs> most listened to song, Youngest Daughter, is only at 54.3 million. But what's the next one, though? There's uh, got to be. pretty good. 10. 10 mil. Fuck. All right. Yeah, 10, 9, and then in 6, 4 sort of, sort of range. So pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, We're just doing faster right now after I've, I heard it 17,000 times during every football game I watched over the holidays. Let's see. Um, uh, 1.9 million. 1.9 Although I don't know how quickly those numbers. Um, we'll have to check again in a couple months. Maybe this is the year we do some Spotify trend watching. Uh, that that'll just be a huge focus of the pod. Um, <laughs> yo, I, uh, I I wanted to shout out a few of the records you guys. The Webbed Wing EP that Pat listed, uh, as well as the Power Plant record. Those records are awesome. I've been a big Webbed Wing fan since they started, and uh, yo, I'm I'm excited for what they do next. To be honest. <sighs> I, I'm is Super Heaven a full on band again? I don't know. I, listen, I, they might resent me saying this. Depends on how the next door does. Hey, uh, I would love another Super Heaven LP. I was saying to a friend, shout out Knox. Um, I was saying to Knox that Jar is the go to Super Heaven record, right? But um, I think it's all is Chrome. The second LP, I think, is really strong. Um, and uh, I I really like it. 
ours is Chrome, not all is Chrome. I'm thinking of all Chrome, the Boston band. Ours yeah, is Chrome yeah. is awesome. Just fantastic. So um, hopefully people check that record out too when they're checking out uh, Super Heaven. Um, and Tom, I uh, I tried really hard not to do the, oh, this, this happened. This was at the beginning of the year thing. Right. But the enforced LP being towards the earlier part of the year, I think it was in spring, um, beat me up. And uh, and I was sad to have missed that one. And I gotta I gotta I also gotta say this. The Homefront LP is brilliant. It's so good. It's so oh, good. Patrick, have you listened to the Homefront LP? Uh that's the most like, recent one. Kind of uh, new wave oi one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh it's really good. It's Excellent. it's really good. It's like uh it's has just games of power there. I was, I've been kind of keeping an eye on this band from jump. Um, but this LP, I, man, I don't know. It's one of those things where it was so people loved it right away. A lot like high viz, you know? Um, but this record just like, I was like, ah, it's good. It's really good. And it was just like, it was all I heard for a long time as far as from people like, have you heard the home front LP? I'm like, yes, I've heard the home front LP. When I re-listened to it after you you talked about it, Tom, I was like, yeah, yeah, no, this is just great. Like if, if people like the later era ceremony, if you like L shaped man or, uh, uh, spirit world, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, this the the most the most recent two ceremony LPs. Yeah, uh, this record is a easy hit for you. Can I ask you? Can I ask you fellas a question? That's remember when I forget what you guys asked me a question about high vis, and I was like, yeah, well, let's see where it goes, right, or something like that. And mm. then I got in spirit world. Now. I got all this yeah. commentary that I was a fucking high vis hater. Uh, mm. Let's uh, let, let's tag me with more hateration here. Uh, does if there's something in the water, if there's something going on in a yeah. certain region, does it make you excited for it or does it make you skeptical of it? It's tough, right? It's tough. Um, right, but isn't it if you see it like happening, you could be like, when you hear and you go, you know, this is deservedly so that this is popping. Right. Oh, listen, I'm not, uh, let's just not saying you're hating, but like if you see like a groundswell of like, all right, everyone's going to sing in a British accent now. Right. So, okay. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, You're like, well, you saw this coming between Chubby and the chisel. Like, yep. the shit was about to happen. A thing that almost made my list was that rifle record. It's I, very good. Yeah. I think that rifle record's really good. And the reason, respectfully to rifle, the reason that it didn't make my list, and I'm, I'm sorry to sound like a hater, is I, I, I just thought, is this just the wave right now? You, you know what I mean? Am I, am I getting suckered in some way? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, it is part of the wave. I mean, there's a lot of the wave of that kind of stuff. Like, I think that's exactly what's happening. You know what I mean? Um, and that's how waves start. You know what I, I mean? It's it. like all these kids that liked whomever, you know, the dudes that were in high vis that were in Dirty Money, they listen to different things as they grow up. They want to do something different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think, and it's it's almost like a shared consciousness. Right. That like where goes one, they all go kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like in like in America, even like heavier music now, like Mashi bands are like huge. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, right. And and like like yeah. it's almost like, Yeah, yeah. I like just, I, I think I told you fellas. I had that experience of going to Florida when you know, reversal of man style shit was was popping. And I really liked some of that era. And then I went to Florida and I thought, "Oh, this is just there all, all the bands are like this." You, you know, like it took away some of the specialness for me from some of those bands. Cause I was thinking, Oh, is, are, are they, you know, is it like, I don't want to accuse the English bands of this right now because I, they're, they're all quite good at what they're doing. Right. So I, I'm, I'm not trying to shit on anybody. It's. You'll I, be there in February with citizen. <laughs> I just always, I get conflicted when it, when I find out something's a scene. Is that track for you guys? No, no. I mean, I get. I get. No, I mean, it's fake. If it's a fake scene, yeah. But like, if you live in New York, like in New York, you're like, yeah, cool. Every New York hardcore band sounds the same, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, so so to me, I think that's your opportunity to kind of uh, decide, like, what 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 am I hearing that's of value? You know, am I listening something that's like, can I, you have the opportunity to pick what's good. You know what I mean? You get the chance to say, Hey, there's this world. There's a lot of this stuff going on. Does what, what rises to the, the higher level that you're looking for? Right. Which is to say, you can skim the top for the good stuff of a scene. If you think it's all fake or i don't know you know what i mean like what is it that's preventing you from from accepting something from a scene as being viable and good yeah i mean th- th- that's the question is it's a vibe for me where i go oh is it you know are are they all is this a circle jerk are, are they all following each other in some way and sure quite often anything, you see that is there anything wrong with that necessarily no especially I mean, yes, in the moment there might be because, uh, you know, you want everybody to be pursuing kind of the the stuff that they feel really passionate about. But in the final summation, years later, do we criticize the bands that uh, might have come up around or been inspired by or or, or been part of that, uh, you know, like, like classic rock sort of era? No, it's all just classic rock, and we like That's it or right. we don't like it on its own. And end. you and you like some of those bands and think that some of the bands suck, right? right? And and same thing uh, uh, with uh, kind of uh, uh, rev style bands of a certain sure you know, youth youth crew bands. You you yeah. Part of loving youth crew is going. Yeah, it's all from the same well. Now, what do right. I like? And what's good and yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So in in the final estimation, no, I mean, all these bands, their records are going to stand on their own and, and, and all that. I just, uh, it was the same thing, you know, Long Island back in the day, a lot of people were really enthusiastic about it. I, I, I wasn't that enthusiastic about it. (laughs) So it's, 
I, I guess what I'm saying is tried and true, bona fide, certified, check the credentials. I'm a hater. Yeah, I think so. Well, so I think, and Tom, you can you can hit me here too. I think this is this is one of those situations where if you can listen to something in the moment and understand like, oh, this is kind of part of this wave, but this is hitting me different because of X, Y, and Z. Uh, quite often to me, it's competency or just I think it stands out. Like to me, I always think, you know, you cited the Rev or Youth Crew stuff. The stuff that sticks out is the stuff that had these unique markers. The stuff that doesn't have any unique marker, you just kind of like, mm, okay, like you're not bringing anything unique to the table. Uh, same could be said for every micro genre of hardcore. Like you're either the very best at this template or you bring your own unique flavor. And um, and guess what? Not everybody can be the very best at caveman music. So what do you, what do you bring into the table? Does that track, Tom? Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, it's funny, like the bands that, you know, Pat was talking about, and like just in general, like they don't really sound alike at all. No, I mean, so like, I can, I can, I see- a lot different from, from Homefront. Oh, yeah. And High Viz is super different from The Chisel or Chubby and the Gang. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, I mean, it's like, it's, it's hardcore kids doing something slightly different than what they were usually doing. Sure. But I don't think it, none of it gets that far. I mean, like, you look at everything, like, you know, fucking, Title Fight did that, and then everyone was like, "We're going to sound like Title Fight." I mean, American Nightmare convert. Everybody was like, "There's always the Northern Star." We have to follow that. That's right. If we if we want to get into it, it's kind of fascinating, actually. Those I hadn't thought about this until now, but you're you're right. They sound different, but uh, maybe what we're responding to is, forgive me, England. I I, it's your Irish blood boiling from the English vocal. Forgive me, England. I, I I truly love playing there, and I love. I love your scene. You've been really good to me, but I, uh, it has been a prevailing stereotype for a long time that uh, the UK does the U S five years late. And that is not what at all, what's going on right now. These are all, no. these are all British no. bands looking back 15 to 30 years and That's pulling right. from British bands. That's and, right. Right. And now Americans are like, we should do that too. Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, no. But, but I mean, think about it. That's probably what I'm responding to. I'm responding to, uh, uh, these bands sound alike. No, they don't. Right. But they, right, right, right. they sound like British bands and right. for the first time. And we know we're not talking about home front home from Canada. So we right. know that, but from the first, but for the first time, that's, th- that's the first time in my time in hardcore. That that is, which is definitely not true. But they're pulling for their own well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, which I is probably not fair because it's pr- definitely nineties, man. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I am. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm. Uh, forgive me, England. I'm not trying to hate on you at all. I, and I want all these bands are good, and I want them to succeed. I really like that <laughs> rifle record. I, no, and I, I mean, I gotta say this. I think um, if I'm being real on on scale and size. What's going on in the UK right now is amazing because they just have this huge diverse scene of different stuff. And I, I say huge diverse scene. What I mean to say is there's several scenes going on up there or out there, you know, um, some of which I think are parallel, some of which don't really interact. But a lot of it is just great, you know. Um, 
I think what quality control is doing, I think what uh, Static Shock was doing, like there's just a lot of really good stuff going on. And I think that it's easy to lump some of that stuff together. And I think more so it gets lumped together because of quality and attention. And that for the first time, this could be said and maybe more truthfully and with you know no need to blunt it um it's getting a lot more attention uh from the u.s side of things you know i think that people are paying attention in a way where it's like whoa this high vis thing is not a novelty from england that's just cool it's really good um and the same could be said for a lot of those records and a lot of those bands you know for example we we talked about the Big Cheese LP. I think that Big Cheese LP holds up. Yeah. The Punishment Park record's dope. Yeah, right? Like, it's just, like, awesome. And, I mean, there's records that I didn't even list on my list this year that were great. The Stingray LP is great. There's just a lot of great material coming out. Oh, I did a stupid thing. I'm sorry. I'm playing tomorrow 3 here, too. Um, and, uh... What are you, Pat? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm distracted. I, uh... No, I, I, got, I, think, I got the raccoon code and then I'm flying and then <laughs> level five. Um, I, I just think that's one of the major differences is the amount of conversation and attention is high and that's a good thing. And yeah, I, I then it goes, is the, is the tail on these things? Like what will the legacy of this era of the UK, UK hardcore stuff and even the post-punk kind of stuff that's kind of come as well, like, will, will this stuff hold up? And that's TBD, you know? Um, I certainly think it will. You know, this is not a new... Like, they, they had the new wave of British hardcore, you know, with uh, with a lot of the, you know, Violent Reaction, etc. And a lot of those bands have gone on and done more things, and it's just kind of perpetuated this high level of, of quality hardcore. So, um I don't know. I think I think we're in a good place with it, and that's um, so. My question being, Patrick, when you look back at those kind of scene things, where it's like this is a wave, do you find that more holds up than it did at the time? Do you feel like you get swept up in the wave? Oh no, no, no. So I, I get I get anti wave, and you right. absolutely you're right. In years later. I, the other day I revisited hoax. You know how badly I hated on hoax for years. Yes, I do. It, it's completely fine. Hardcore. Yep. <laughs> you know I, mean? like, I just, I, for years I was like, yo, this is late and it's lame. And you people are fucking it, I, like, I really thought that the kids were, that were into that, but it just were so fucking, uh, Johnny come lately on, on, sure. that, you know, sure. But that's, that's, just dumb bullshit. It's, it's, it, it's completely fine. Hardcore. <laughs> you know, it's, so it's, so it's like, uh, I get in my feelings about what everybody's doing. If I, if I see a bunch of people doing the same shit, I go, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not doing anything uh, interesting enough for me, but that's stupid right. obviously because I'm not doing anything original out here. And <clears throat> it's just, your album is going to stand on its own when whatever wave or whatever thing is going on is, is over. Right. And it's right. also not for me to, I can't go into anybody's brain and see if, if, if they, uh, develop, if they're a post dog. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Like, you know what I mean? So, so I'm, uh, 
these aren't the poser witch hunts, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's wrong. Of me. Yeah, relax McCarthy. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's wrong of me to assume the worst about somebody. Uh, and also not for nothing. This is how hardcore music started. It, it, it was, That's right. it was bands aping each other because That's something right. came through town and got them really excited. And that that is how it's supposed to go. That's how youth movement shit is supposed to happen. That is correct. I, I've just always been, you know, the the contrary little, little like no, you know, what I mean, like that. That's my nature as a man. <laughs> Other people like this. I don't like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just who I am. Everybody, I rec- I recognize. You know, what I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't got to hit me with the fucking hateful messages. I know what's going on. I'm the well actually guy. You know, what I mean? it is what it is. So, uh. I get in my feelings about what other people are doing, but it, it, at the end of the day, it's fool. It's foolishness because uh, did you make good music? Yes or no? That's it. That's right. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Um, no, I will tell, not Taco Bell. Taco <laughs> Bell too. I mean, and Taco around. Bell too. You know, like Taco Bell. Everybody go get that. Did you guys, man, it probably hasn't hit, uh, Calif- hasn't ha- hit California, hasn't hit Australia. Tom, have you been to Taco Bell in the last, say, three months? Uh, yes, actually. Did you notice the price increase? Yes. And, 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 uh, and the ordering section was chaos. Oh yeah. So, so they've gone full digital, um, Patrick. Terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not great. Um, uh, Patrick, when you come to the States, the Taco Bell order that you have begrudgingly made for however long in your life, um, Will now cost probably three times what it did. Uh, good news for me, I wouldn't eat there with a gun on on me. But uh, you're you're such a liar because you you talk about how many times you've eaten there with Drug Church. So I there's not, a strong possibility you'll be eating there. With I saw drug you get a uh, man. Not I'm not trying to count people not for funny. The last two years, but but here's the <laughs> last two years. <laughs> You'd have to put a gun to my head. I ate there last December of 2022. Yeah, this, fucking paying the truth cover, I guess, was taken at that Taco Bell two years ago. All this, right, cool. Here's the thing. Uh, I I do not like that food, and it is a running gag that I have somebody order for me every time we go. I go, what's that thing that I like? So there's certain <laughs> gags that, that I think are very funny that other people don't find funny at all, and then they make them funnier to me, right? Yeah, recurring uh, themes. That's right. So, so for example – uh, I've probably told you this. I always have a, a can of uh, yerba mate. In, in I sit directly behind the driver. I have a can of yerba mate uh, in the cup holder, and mm. it has a metal straw in it that I just allow to clang for entire drives, <laughs> making oh people God. really, really angry, like belligerently <laughs> angry. Right? And I, I, yeah, see, Bob finds the humor. Bob gets it. I do. Bob's not in the fan. <laughs> no, I, 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 I love jokes that are long tail and are beaten to death. Like nothing is better. Nothing is better. So, Tom, um, you have no idea what the being in the end of year van was like because it was quite possibly. It was like quite possibly the most annoying humans and like. A couple of nice guys, but like everyone, everyone annoying. It was fantastic. So another gag is that when people talk about shows like The Office or Seinfeld, as (laughs) you've never seen them, I've never seen them. 
Yes. And then uh, go backwards. What, what, was the, what was the, oh, Taco Bell. Showing up at a Taco Bell, I always say, uh, um, what's that? What do I get? What's the, what's the thing that I, what's the vegan thing? And I, I, and I make somebody else order for me. And these oh are th- these are things I think so are good. fun. So good. So good. <laughs> other people don't feel strongly about them or feel strongly <laughs> the other way, but I think they're fun. Two o'clock in the morning, I was like, "What do I usually get?" Yeah, they hate it. <laughs> hate it. Order for me. Uh, so, anyways, long story short, Taco Bell's expensive now, and uh, I was found myself getting a tire changed. There was a Taco Bell next door. They said we need about 10, 15 minutes. I said. All right, I guess I'm going to use their bathroom and and get a uh, get a, a burrito. Um, I ordered the order I've made for the last conservatively 20 years, um, and it was triple the price, and I couldn't believe it. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Well, guess I don't eat this food anymore." And for that part, yeah, yeah, I was like, I could just go to Chipotle. It's the same. Um, all right, so anything else? Any any stuff that you? feel like you missed out on or or wanted to discuss from 2023 hardcore i think it was a pretty big year i think some of our lists left out some of the biggest records but i yeah. think that was almost intentional yeah you know what i mean like you don't need me to put drain on another you know what i'm saying like <sighs> that's true and and like, if i and look on every hardcore like you don't need like i tried to use some i mean at least my own sure my own process i tried to sort of some of the stuff that I like, no matter what it was, whether it was the biggest record or the, or the least popular record, and then some other stuff that I'm like, I might dig this. Yeah, I thought you did a great job. Um, Sorry, Pat, there were 35 of them, but whatever, you know. <laughs> no, hey, listen. You, <laughs> the price you pay to be my friend. I'm, I am, I'm weird like that. You love music. He, and he adds, likes music. You added you know? some chunk to, 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 the, <laughs> to, to the episode I appreciate. Dude. Right. I mean, I thought we were over this in 2024. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you got to give people stuff to listen to. Um, I just avoided make, trying to throw Pat in front of the uh, paintball, paint gun uh, bus. Oh. You see that? <laughs> fucker. Um, so, uh, da, 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 I agree. I agree. But there's a few things. Like the Pain of Truth LP, obvious. Like Everywhere. Maybe the biggest hardcore record of the year for straight I was up thinking hardcore. about that. It might have been. I think it is. I think it is. I think they're undeniably one of the biggest bands. Uh, and like, like to be honest, <clears throat> we talked about this years ago, thinking about, we were talking before the episode about, we started this uh, happy sixth anniversary, guys. We're a few days late, but that's all good. Um, we talked about like a Titans of Hardcore tour circa 2017, 2018 would have been like Turnstile, right. Power Trip, Code Orange, Knocked Loose, loose, you know, throw Incendiary on there, etc. I think if we were to do the hot, hot, like a drain pain of truth, um, and I got to think of a few other, maybe Tsunami, maybe Mind Force in there, like, good goddamn. (laughs) That's huge. That's a gigantic tour. Um, So, uh, shout out. I I also think the Scarab LP, or Scarab LP, the Scarab 7-inch, um, that's another one where, like, you know, if we we're going to rub the eight ball, Scarab, next record, whatever they do, I think is going to be pretty popping. I think that's a band with the right energy. And um, FYAs this weekend, I think Scarab's yeah. playing. I uh, I look forward to seeing those videos. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, this the, the lineup is crazy. I think, yeah, that's the guy record. It's like, it's something for everybody. And I think I said that on there. It's sort of like, mm-hmm. sometimes that's like damning with like faint praise. But I think like, it's something that like, it's heavy enough that like me and Pat would like it straight off. And then it's fast enough. And like, you know, like, yeah. I, it's, it, you know, it hits some things for you. It's like, it's really like a, a really good, heavy, fast hardcore record. Right. And I, I think it's, <clears throat> I'll pose this to you guys. It feels as though two statements, hardcore at large, the, you know, fastball pitch of hardcore has gotten more metal over the years. I would say, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the gels and the spies are like the outliers. Sure. Agree. Agree. By the way, Um, uh, sorry to interrupt. We'll just put a pin in this so I don't forget. Uh, Spy posted that they played over a hundred shows this past year. No question. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Good for them. Yo, they, they went hard again. Maybe that's that. Maybe they're on that drain fucking drain pain of truth spy and have one other, maybe you throw fiddlehead in the mix up top there and have it be a real mixer. Jesus. I'm sorry, Bob. I know you had a point. Uh, No, no, it's okay. Go. I would, I would love it because I'm a caveman and there's a way that my brain works. I would love it. If touring was the thing. <laughs> I would I would love it if bands I, toured. Like, am I am I crazy to say I think it's getting to be more the thing because bands are going out, doing it, and feeling some level of success. And this is the thing: I'm not out here being the like, oh, every band needs a billion dollars. But yo, if a band's going out and touring and coming home with money in their pocket, fucking great! That's amazing, and that's why you're seeing bands do it more. You know what I mean? Right, you can make a living off of this and like yeah. en- enjoy your job. Well, and right, and and like we say, make a living. Look, you know, there's a few who can make a living, and it's like, hey, I I have taxable income. But then there's even more who it's like, yo, I'm coming home not broke. That's right. that's good enough for for dude and band. Yeah, to go, I'm back. Let's go. Right. You know, like I can afford the new Taco Bell prices off of that. You know what I mean? Like you know, <laughs> that's right. The new Taco Bell prices. Um, I, I I co-sign your sentiment, Patrick. If touring should be the thing, um, live show trumps. And I mean, that's that's my biggest point. Like, if I'm being fully honest, I think Drain rocks, but their records don't compel me to go back the way their live show compels me to be like, yo, look at this band. That shit's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. They made their shit off of being unbelievable lot, yeah. live and that's yeah. you know like that's a tried and true story of hardcore you know we've got a million examples the bands that are live become mythos uh, the bands that are good live become mythos because like you have no idea those shows were great and there's bands that were are really good on record and they're like okay and if people are like oh how were they live it's like meh okay <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. i've seen worse yeah right um so anyways uh the point i was going to before which was a nice excitement cycle there patrick appreciate that um hardcore at large has gotten more metal i think we can all kind of agree on that sure there's exceptions but metal core feels far away from hardcore right now am i wrong about that like not everywhere but it feels like the current metal core bands crops of them feel like they're once again in their own subset scene is that Fair to say, inaccurate. How do you guys feel about it? Do you feel that same way? Well, I don't see it, but I could just be missing it. Like I don't. It doesn't seem like it's that. Okay, 
that different? Maybe I, I could be wrong. You know, but I mean, I think if you like, like the FIA kind of lineup and stuff like that, I think it's a pretty decent mix. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think the the LDB lineup is pretty good. In terms, of I don't know thing. if that's like because like metal that kind of heavy metal kind of metal core stuff is more the the mainstream. Yep. And like the, the actual like the the meat and potatoes hardcore, the folks that are like in the margins. Because it's yeah. not as you know what I mean. Like it's kind of like the tables have turned almost. Right. Well, so for example, I'm thinking of stuff like like Dying Wish, right? Hardcore metalcore band. Sure. They're getting pretty big. Yeah. But feel <clears throat> like they're almost exclusively on these bigger kind of. Uh, what's the the band? Is it? Are they from Vegas? Roman Candle? Is that right? Yeah. Um, it just feels like it's its own world its own scene and that, that, uh, that, that's more on like a to my ear that's more on like a touche tip than than which one the, roman candle roman yeah candle. yeah okay the, okay the, so uh, that's the thing is that that feels like this yeah i agree it's one of the names i know and if i know it that means something um it just feels like i don't know it just feels like there's a slightly different world over there well uh, i guess you know i don't know everybody just disregard me as a fucking hater this episode um I, I've never felt more distant from metalcore than I do in 2023. Uh, Tom will suggest bands that there's not a damn thing wrong with, and I cannot get excited. I don't know what it is about the sound. Maybe it got too thoroughly played out. You know, um, I just it's not connecting with me at all. I. I don't know what it is because there's certain styles that kind of don't get old and sure. And that one really for me has the people doing it in 2023 are, or 2024 are technically better than their predecessors, but I, it's just not given me that, you know, it's not blowing my skirt up and yeah, I, I can't really explain it. But I wonder if anybody else is feeling the same way. It, th- that's a personal impression, not uh, no. And, uh, but I think that's that's. I mean, as I'm not I'm not the uh, the metalcore guy here, but it is the question I think about. I'm like, oh, is the, is that just something I'm feeling? But I, I thought of it because of Scarab, because I was like, oh, this is kind of <clears throat> they're not metalcore; they're a hardcore band. No, but, but they have those leans. You know what I mean? And, and that you, make it. And you nailed it. To a died in the wool hardcore kid, literally everything is metalcore right now. That's the thing we that we have to. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh my god! <laughs> no, I mean, so died in the wool. I mean, if you teleported, you know, two thousand three Bob here now, even gel. I'm like, whoa, you know, like sonically, it's not metalcore, but it's like this is the furthest reaches where I'd still be like, yeah, this is like fast hardcore it's it's not even that fast you know um there is stuff you know like combust for example uh big cheese combust i'm excited they're doing a new lp this year is that right tom oh yeah you got guest vocals on there yet or what what are we doing no i guess andrew forgot me it's Mm -hmm. fine um yeah they put out three phones on triple b (laughs) i feel like i there's two i feel like i need to take a step back oh okay yeah i get it i get it I don't want to be, it's, I don't know. I feel like, you know, 
I, I'm always honored when people ask, but I feel like you don't need to hear me. Yeah, you're being humble. Uh, you know, even on, on other podcasts, I'm like, yo, like I, I, you hear me bullshit for two hours. Yes, that, that's the thing about going <laughs> like, on I, like you don't need any more. Like you need less of Tom. Right. That, that's uh, how I feel about going on the podcast. I, I, I always say, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Are you sure? You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, like I kind of go you know through all the talk that, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. like I kind of burn through everything every every week with these guys. I don't really have a lot. You know. <laughs> Um, um, so anyways, we, we leave this with, uh, questions of metalcore, uh, proximity to hardcore. Um, any, any big prognostications and maybe we'll do a full episode. Any big, Hmm. This is what I think is going to happen in 2024 moments for you guys yet in, in the hardcore world. Not like we're not, I can't wait till, till election season. <laughs> Are you excited? I can't, oh, I can't know oh for God. this, these recordings. Cause Pat's going to come in hot off the top rope with some nonsense. And Tom's going right, like, you don't, don't even live here. Yeah. Pat's gonna be, I, I mean, I don't see what the big deal is. Christianity is nothing. Like it's like, you, you shut the fuck up. And, um, and then, uh, three people living in the shadow of a church in, in Alabama are going to write us and go, it is the most crushing force in American life. Yeah, it's only those three people, I'm sure. <laughs> and, then to, and then I'll have to go, okay, I, I, guess, I guess so. Yeah. Statistics be damned. But <laughs> the uh, – Patty uh, statistics over here. Patty SPSS over here. That's right. So I think election season is going to let everybody down. Ooh, I think it's going to be season, you know, whatever season eight of Game of Thrones. I, I think it's, it's coughing season. It's not. Go, it's not going to hit. Uh, Is it going to be the red wedding? N- no, not even because that people. Who, who's wedding, Pat? And November eighth, whoever. Like, who's you wake up in whatever fucking shanty town you live in in Australia? Mm. Who who is who's winning? Um. I can't make a prediction because both these men are in bad repair. Uh, so you think they might both die by then? waiting for the black swan moment, yeah. I mean, it, I, so everybody's describing that as a black swan moment. It's and it's a literal inevitability. Well, well, <laughs> yes, there's a certain age uh, there for sure. It's um, fucking crazy. We're treating it like anybody that treats it like Biden is making it through uh, his services as the president is, is deranged. And – Trump, I don't think is going to fare any better. He's uh, at least Biden looks like, you know, he's, he's seen a salad. Uh, Trump Trump is a big guy in old age. I, that's a rarity. You know I mean? It's, I I don't think it's going to go well for him. So, uh, I, I don't know what happens. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, you guys don't want to get into this, but I think that, um, the, what I mean by people being disappointed is I, I don't think that there's going to be hysteria and I don't think that there's going to be the type of anxieties that people that gripped America, you know, whatever, 2016. Uh, I, I just think it's a different time where people are sick of Trump. They, they don't want to think about him, but mm. they don't in their heart believe like I saw a woman online saying, if he wins, it's, you know, it's, it's fascism. And everybody's like, he won and that didn't happen. You're just being strange. He was just a shitty president. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like, stop. And I think that that's what's going to happen is people are going to go, yeah, look, I, I cared the first time. Uh, I care enough to vote this time, but don't ask me to uh, pop a blood vessel. I'm curious I'm not, about that one. I'm curious I'm, about that one. I'm not going to follow his every move like I did however many years ago. 
Tom, can you you can't wait for it, huh? <laughs> uh, I want to wake up and be like, so, well, something happened. We found someone who's like forty seven years old that can do the job or something, and then yeah. All right, hardcore predictions, both of you. Hardcore just one thing, just one thing, and we'll we'll tease for uh, an episode later this month. Will it pack? My hardcore band will play, will headline an arena show this year. Whoa, fascinating. Okay, it's a, it's a fucking is it an, an arena for ants, Tom? Uh, <laughs> wow. All right. Um, Hope you're not on it. <laughs> don't Ow. worry. I don't. I think chances are low. Um, don't call me bra. Uh, you know, what's a prediction? I usually make predictions on what people are going to adopt, like what kind of sounds and things, but that's probably for the, the for the episode. Uh, I'll keep that. Um, so what's a small one? Um, well, not small, big, but overarching in a way that I can uh, expand upon later. I think the turnstile summer of love uh, ends and uh, we enter the, the, the dark ages. Wow. I like how dark that is. All right. And we're going to leave on this. We're going to see how 2023, 24 you are with your vernacular. Um, sticking out your tongue, uh, sticking out your guillot for the Rizzler. Tom, what's a guillot? Sounds like a foreign car. I have no idea. Okay. Patrick, what's a guillot? I, I could bring in the 10 year old, see what's up. Um, no, it's a little. It's inappropriate for a ten-year-old. Oh, I mean, no, you I know, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know that. He, he, he I mean, is that like sticking out your tongue for the? You know, he knows the the. Th- he knows the lingo better than you. Uh, uh, Giat is like uh, it's it's a form down from goddamn to gat to uh, about like a good butt. So a giat is a butt, and Rizzler. Isn't that just a fellow with a lot of riz? Yep. Good job, Poof, Patrick. Up. Um, you're so phantom tax. You're so skibbity. Can you tell me what either of those things mean? Either of you? No. You're so what? Phantom tax. Phantom tax. You're phantom so tax. skibbity. I mean, I, I watch a lot of skibbity toilet, but I, I don't. Um... <laughs> I don't All right, everybody. Follow us on X to grind TikTok. Let's go. 2024. Skibbity.